Hello, and welcome to Odd Spots. My name is Ryan Mullen, and this is my podcast, where I'm talking to people in so many different odd spots. On this episode, I talked to Mubarak Farah. He's a musician that I met while I was in TV broadcasting at Algonquin College. One of the projects we had to do was a documentary, and Mubarak was the focus of the documentary that I worked on. He's the founder of a program called Ability Through Music. So if you've ever been interested or know anyone that's interested in learning how to play the piano, then this would be a great guy to learn from. Just before we get into the actual episode, I'm going to play one of the songs from the band that he was in at the time of the documentary, Airliner Blues Band. This is their song, So True. Mubarak, Farah, Mubarak, where are we and what are the sounds we might be hearing throughout this podcast? Okay, so uh, 
first of all, thanks for having me. For sure. And we are at Collab Space. Now, we are actually in the in one of uh, the boardrooms here at Collab Space. And mm-hmm. basically, Collab Space, this is where uh, my business is housed, um, Ability Through Music. And Collab Space is basically a co-working space for various businesses, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, co-working is... It's on the rise. It's a great new thing, and you know it's 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 basically because you know commercial like a lot of commercial spaces. If you're leasing commercial spaces, you'll notice that it costs so much money. Yeah, so much money. You know, and then you got to hire the you know the receptionists and all the and <laughs> yeah. everything else. Whereas like with co working spaces like this, you know, uh, everything's cheaper. It's it's a shared workspace. You know, there's all these different businesses under one roof from yeah. all from across so many industries, and it, it's wonderful. And I, I just use like the kitchen to get us some water, and like it's just like there's like I saw it there. There's uh, foosball and just little spots where if you need to break, you can just go hang out and play with people, kind of like loosen up. Absolutely, yeah. And they have like an on-site uh, restaurant and stuff. Yeah, and it, it's 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 great. Cool. It's a great little spot. Uh, so yeah, I guess you already started talking about your your company, mm-hmm. ability through music. Yes. Uh, and so I want to talk about that. That's for people who are disabled to get some lessons. Right. Um, it was okay. originally. Now it is basically just for anyone okay. and everyone who's interested in in in, uh, in lessons. And the reason why I did that is because I mean, you know, music has always been a uniting force. Yeah. Uh, and it's always been something that just brought people together you know if you if you um you know if you remember hearing about like music you know it's it's music in the 60s and stuff you'd you'd have all these like interracial bands playing together and you have you know so music has always been it's always crossed abilities it's always crossed racial lines it's yeah you know and uh so i just decided to go in a different direction and just include anybody who's interested in taking lessons was it just it was kind of too niche of a market yes there was also that too yeah Yeah. it was also a a really small market and uh now it's just you know for anyone who wants to take lessons and is that uh specifically piano uh yes right now it's just piano eventually i would like to expand and bring on uh you know other instructors right and uh, mm-hmm. i'd like to have it to where we offer drum lessons guitar lessons bass lessons all sorts yeah. of many the many, whole gambit the whole gambit how yeah. many instruments can you play just piano okay have you tried other things um i tried drums yeah and i'm i like to think i'm decent yeah I, i've i've heard otherwise okay but <laughs> <laughs> It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it is cool. Like I checked out your website and you guys are always offering like free lessons for the first one. And then I saw you had like key tip Tuesdays. I watched some of those. You have, you're very like uh, good at like the free content, like getting stuff out there for people. And then I guess if they come in and they're like, oh, like that you, you click and you click and bond with them on the first one, they're like, oh, I definitely want to come back. And if it doesn't mesh well, then oh, well, it's all right. Exactly. And here's the thing. Like, I think that 
providing that free content is so important. You mm-hmm. know, I'm a huge fan of people like say like like Gary Vaynerchuk and yeah. a lot of these guys. You know, because I, I love the idea that you know you put out free content and and people know you by that point. You know, they like when they see enough of your content, they 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 kind of feel like they can connect with you. They feel like they know you. They they trust you for sure. You know, and they trust your method. So, you know, that's why I do that. And then I offer the free introductory lesson. It kind of gives me a chance to get to know, uh, get to know the person, mm-hmm. right? And kind of see what their, what their learning style is like. Because basically, um, the cool thing about what, what we do here at Ability Through Music is that we offer, you know, we offer piano lessons but what we do is we we tailor the lesson plans to suit each student's individual needs. Okay. You know, so you know if you know some people might not learn as quickly as others, and mm-hmm. and that's okay. You know, this music is for you. Music is for everyone, and and you know we we just find a way to make it click for them. Uh, one of your uh, one of your key tip Tuesdays, you talked about the importance of uh, mentors, mm-hmm. and you said that a mentor really needs to be interested in the students yeah. and like them. And so, what happens when you get a student that you maybe don't <laughs> don't particularly like or are interested <laughs> in? Do you, and then they then they want to keep coming back. How do you continue to mentor them properly? Um, and here's the thing: you're not gonna like. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you're, you're not going. Fortunately, I like my. I like the clients that I have. Yeah. I think they're fantastic people and they're, they're absolutely a joy to work with. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're not going to like every single person that, that comes through your door. But, you know, as long as they understand, you know, there are certain policies that they need to follow. And mm-hmm. as long as, you know, I keep up my end of the deal, yeah. then, you know, it's a working relationship. And, and what, what I think doesn't really matter you know yeah okay they're not they're not paying for my opinion of them <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> just as long as you can help them grow and achieve certain goals exactly that's exactly it <laughs> what are some of the uh i guess originally some of the students you had like with disabilities i i know that there uh was that one woman on britain's got talent mandy harvey who is deaf who was able to sing with a, amazingly mm-hmm. uh what are some of like the disabilities or people that you've worked with I've worked with people uh, with with visual impairments. Actually, I have a student with a visual impairment. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked with people who only have the use of one thumb, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, but the way I got around that was, you know, um, you know, I teach I teach them how to play like little melodies using you use what you can, right? Yeah. So using that thumb, and then a lot of what what they learned was was like head knowledge right and so like a lot of theory and that okay. type of thing right so it's like you may not be able to play it but this is what i'm playing and i want you to understand it essentially i've seen crazy videos of people that can uh type out full sentences properly with just their nose uh, and those are kidding that's amazing i think wow. it was just for the the useless talent of putting it in the guinness book of world records or something like that to make the fastest typer with their nose it's like well how many people are trying to do that <laughs> right <laughs> yeah uh i was actually curious about some of your lyrics so um lyrics oh. yeah some of the lyrics of your songs uh you you were blind and you have quite a few lyrics that have to do with vision and so can I just throw some of them at you and you tell me what they kind of mean to you? 
Uh, sure. Okay, cool. Um, you have one song uh, called Twisted yeah. where you have a lyric, uh, I can't see the future in your eyes. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you? Like, what Can you see the past in their eyes? <laughs> or what, can, <laughs> what does that mean? I was young. That's yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it just means like, I don't, you know, the long of the short of it is that um, I just, I don't... I don't see myself with you. It's just a fancier okay. lyrical way of just yeah. saying, I don't see myself with you. Okay. Uh, you had another one uh, from Rough Edges where mm-hmm. you have the lyrics, we close our eyes and wonder where did we go wrong? Is that kind of the same thing? Yeah, we just kind of we kind of close our eyes and just reflect and just wonder where, where did we go wrong? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. it's exactly that. Uh, mm-hmm. And then one more uh, from your song, So True. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have, so don't look back if this is where you want to be. So don't look back. Don't, take your eyes off me because you're one of a kind it's so easy to see i think that's pretty straightforward yeah but <laughs> yeah. like there's so many things and you're saying it's so easy to see but you can't so like is this is it kind of like a metaphor of it's kind of really idea? yeah it's kind of really just a, a metaphor like i mean that's the thing too is like you know being visually impaired being mm-hmm. blind like we, we we still use a lot of yeah sight words mm-hmm. um like for example uh, somebody will be like, "Hey, want to come over and watch a movie?" Yeah, you know, I know I won't be watching yeah. the movie, yeah. <laughs> obviously, but it's still it's part it's still the it's just still the, the vernacular, yeah. yeah. You know, and you have to adapt to that and just continue to exactly. follow along. Exactly, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. How big of an impact socially do big movies or TV shows or video games have on you? Like when everyone's talking about these very visual things, are you left out of conversations? Um, sometimes yes, but and again, like I'm always kind of in my own little world mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. So it's, it's, it's either, it's either just, you know, like whatever interests me, interests me, you know? And, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm in conversations where people are talking about other things and I feel like I can't relate, yeah, there sometimes I'll just kind of like zone okay. out a little bit. Right? Yeah. And, and so it, it doesn't really affect me one way or another. It's, oh, that's good. Yeah. But you'll just like you'll still be able to like listen to the shows or yeah, oh, absolutely, and and mm-hmm. still enjoy it. Oh, for in sure. That way. Yeah, if I'm watching a movie, for instance, um, what I'll do is I will like I'll listen to what's going on and I'll kind of I'll, I'll get an idea of what's going on, mm-hmm. and then during the parts where there's like you know visual stuff going on, I'm like, okay, so you know, according to the dialogue, um, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. and you know so then you know according to the like the dialogue is saying that this is what's going on so visually this must be part of that right so i'll just kind of piece it together yeah just based on what's being said in the movie right? a, a lot of uh bad scary movies they they just use the the scary sounds to get to do to impact like a jump uh, scare does yeah. that freak you out have you yeah, watched oh, like scary movies oh oh, oh, oh it does yeah, yeah it does because like, you have like the crescendo yeah you know yeah. you just hear and, like, and you're like oh god and then the, like the knife being pulled out yeah. and ching yeah <laughs> uh it's yeah. it's cool um we first met uh, when i was in college i worked on a documentary where you were the focus yeah and I, I remember that there was a really cool uh moment that i shared with my team where once we were once we had made the final version of it we all turned off the lights and closed our eyes and played and played the the documentary so that we could try to see or hear how you would be able to interpret it and i felt like that was such a cool 
moment that I got to experience with this group where we all really bonded together mm. over that. How, how did you think of that whole experience? Uh, like of the documentary? Yeah, like having having something so like all about you. Like I know you've had different like uh, CTV or Rogers things focused on you. Do you feel... What does that make you feel like having all this attention? Uh, you know what? It, it actually... it. <laughs> It's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I like that I can, you know, I, I, I love, you know, cause music is such a beautiful thing and I want to be able to share it. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I mean the fact that it's about me, you know, I think that's pretty cool. But the, the big thing is that it's, it's really about the message and what I, what I'm trying to get across. Yeah. You know? And, uh, so no, it, it, it's really, really cool. It's really great. Cool. And what do you think about sometimes like I'd seen some of your interviews and some people might not do too much like research about like even just how to like pronounce your name properly. Yeah. What do you think about that? Like just like just someone should just put in like a little I just did I feel like I barely did any research and I was still able to be like oh I, I just listened to the way you pronounced it yeah. and other people aren't able to do that. What do you think? Um, Is that just like too busy of schedules that they have a lot going on? You know what? I can be totally lenient just mm -hmm. because I mean I understand scheduling mm -hmm. and, and, and you know there's everybody's just kind of off doing their thing and yeah. you know, they're, they're really busy. And so, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a very picky person. I'm not the type of person to be like, you didn't pronounce yeah. it this way. Yeah, and you didn't yeah. give me this kind of water. Yeah. yeah. But, but this, you didn't order me this particular dish with the, yeah. You know? <laughs> Much more chill about it. Have you ever, uh, I've never had like a rider on anything. Have you had a rider for shows? Like the thing oh. where you like order, like where you get like stuff ordered to like a green room or something like that. No, no, <laughs> Um, I, I remember when we played, um, so I used to play in a band called Airliner. Yeah. And we, um, we, when we played Blues Fest. Yeah, cool. I remember, uh, they asked us what we wanted and mm -hmm. stuff and, 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 you know, I, I wasn't picky. I just kind of was just like, okay, just make sure the stage is set up and yeah. <laughs> make sure all that is good as far as what's in the dressing room goes and, and what, you know, any specific you know, diva-esque M &M, requirements. Green M &Ms. <laughs> I'm just like, no, it's cool. You know, I, I just, I don't really require a lot. What was that whole Blues Fest experience like? Like, did like, how, how long did the nerves kick in for before that? Were you really nervous about that? I was. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the one gig that I can say I was extremely, yeah, that makes sense. extremely nervous about. And, but it was like looking back, like I don't perform anymore. No. Um, but looking back, I would definitely do that over again. Okay, like, that yeah. was such a fantastic night. Like the sound, yeah, the like just the way everything sounded in the in the monitors, and you know, yeah, that's like, awesome. Just it's not every it's not every gig where you have that perfect sound. Like, no, perfect definitely not. Everything. I felt like I was watching one of those like DVDs, like performance DVDs. Oh yeah, you know? like that. The sound was just ridiculous the band was like on point and that's, every, everything was just that's amazing because you know? i even went to go see the black keys years ago at blues fest and the mm -hmm. sound was really off and i was disappointed it wasn't their fault it was just it just happened to be messed up for some reason for the first like half of it yeah. and it was like it was just disappointing where it's like oh it's not their fault that they're that the, for some reason the sound is messed up but sure. it's still my experience of seeing them when i was like ah crap i, I gotta see them again <laughs> yeah no no definitely yeah, no, it's but you know what though. At the same time, I'm sure they get good sound like most of the time. <laughs> yeah, I would hope so, <laughs> at least. Right? Yeah, exactly.
Uh, I've, I've, uh, yeah, so I've listened to a couple of your interviews where you've talked about different influences of yeah. yours. And can you tell me uh, how certain people, like I know Stevie Wonder, you said he was a, a big inspiration because he had very experimental music. How was his music experimental exactly? Well, especially for the time, right? Yeah, okay. For the 70s. I mean, you know, there weren't a lot of people playing around with uh, synthesized stuff. And, okay. you know, there, there wasn't a lot of... Uh, clavichord stuff or clavinet sorry clavinet type of you know okay type of stuff and like so he kind of he he kind of i wouldn't i don't know if he necessarily introduced it but he was definitely big on using those things like using those particular uh okay. sounds and stuff uh and i you know, know uh, i'd seen a little bit about ray charles where he had taken some of his experience with like gospel music, yeah, and then he turned it into soul. Like he made it his own thing, absolutely. And it had it was like sacrilegious at first, apparently, and then people like they got turned over. Oh yeah, yeah. People people did not like that in the beginning. It yeah. was de- like it's devil's music. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And yeah, then people like fall people in love were with it. So like like that and and like blues and stuff like mm-hmm. in the early days like people were just like this is devil's music this wow. is awful and <laughs> turn that off and yeah. then they what then they did the same thing with rock and roll then they did the same thing with rap and then so yeah. it's just like there's always going to be people who just don't get that music has to evolve mm-hmm then really anything has to evolve. I mean, even even technology. There are people that feel the exact same way about technology. <laughs> yeah, children are too on the, on this Twitter a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a problem where sometimes it can be so helpful to connect the world and then also make the world connected in a way where it's not good, where you're just able to easily contact someone like a celebrity or whoever and then tell yeah. them that they suck. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's true. It's true, but like, but yeah, but like, my point of that was that you're always gonna get have that that previous generation that complains mm-hmm. about stuff. Yeah, uh, and then what about a couple other people? I know you said like uh, Johnny Cash and Hank Williams. How have those people inspired oh, you? Oh man, I used to, I used to like absolutely love their music. Yeah, you know they, uh, yeah, like like back in the day when I was performing, like I I just before every show I would listen to like one of their like one of their songs or oh, yeah. a few of their songs just to kind of get pumped for the show and stuff and it was such a good time. What were what was the reason that you stopped performing? Um so I stopped performing because I kind of wanted to pursue more of the business side of the industry. Okay. Um I kind of hit a wall like at a certain point and I I just felt like you know what there's all these you know these gigs and first of all they're few and far between. Okay. There's not there's not a lot of money or really there's not much money coming from them. Mm-hmm. And then on the, you know, at the gigs where, where there is, you know, you have to play certain songs that people like and all that. And you got like covers, kind of covers yeah. and stuff. And you got to kind of have that, yo, as long as the crowd is bumping and jumping. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, and, and half the time it was like to people that just, too drunk to care oh yeah and i just got to a point where i was just like man this just isn't fulfilling for me because it's like super late sets on weekends yeah okay and 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 just people who are too drunk to care mm-hmm. what you're doing really i mean you know oh great stuff we like it's like did you even listen <laughs> like you don't know like you don't even know what you're doing it for so then at, at some point i was just like man you know what it's great and everything mm-hmm. but I really want to get into the business side of the industry. And honestly, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love teaching. I love the administrative side of things, you know, like I want to, I want to dive into, and and teaching is just 
the like one part of it like eventually i'd like to have you know other divisions in the company yeah it's like where we do we do bookings uh, okay we do you know like helping people it, get gigs yeah exactly okay. uh we do you know we do artist bookings we do consulting hmm. you know teaching them how to market and how to how to um put together a business plan and you know a, an artist business plan and that type of thing and i don't know really Really get into the mogul side of things, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and what would you say to uh, an up-and-comer musician? Like, just keep going out to all these open mics as much as possible? Like, is that the key? Or is it find people and make a band? Or just put things online? Is it all of that? Um, you know what? It's a good combination of... Yeah, it's a good combination of all of those. Okay. Right? It's, it's, a, it's a good combination of all of those. I would also say really get to know the business side of things. Mm -hmm. really get to know the business side of things understand why like so i took the music industry as the introduction to music industry arts program okay yeah and it was not like and when i took that program i had already been performing for a number of years but i had no idea for example that um even with original like when you're playing original gigs you can still make money from socan I don't know if you're aware of no, Socan. No, I'm not. It's the uh, Society uh, Society for Composers, Authors, and anyway. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it's it's yeah. Um, it, it's it's a royalty collect collection agency. Okay. And if you're a musician, then you you're guaranteed like like you're supposed to get royalties if if you're especially if you're signed up with Socan. Uh, you're supposed to get royalties on songs that are on the radio. Okay, like if yeah. you get a song that's on the radio, you know, it might not be a lot, but I mean, Something. every every bit counts, right? Absolutely. But what I didn't realize was that there's all this unclaimed money from original gigs because you can actually, if you show them like a ticket or, um, or, or a, like a poster, if you prove that that show happened, you can get royalties, mm-hmm. and that's something that a lot of musicians know don't know, uh, you know, and and that's the saddest thing. It's like, so what I would tell them, yeah, oh, you want to be an artist, get in, get like go into business first. Okay, wow, you know, uh, what about uh, Twitch? Are you familiar with uh, how the Twitch community is is uh, can also be very musical, where you have people live streaming, uh, playing music, and then they get the audience to like submit with the request for songs like do you think that's a big new step with technology have you have you heard of any of that i'm not too familiar with no. twitch personally okay yeah it's just it's mainly uh, used for like video game people streaming video games but they, they're able to have different communities of people maybe painting while people are watching them or doing legos or doing whatever that's really cool and wow. for, for music i think yeah it's a big thing where people get to make and people their contribute you mean? people can pay people can pay money to people to the part, twitch partners to be like hey thanks so much for uh yeah the fans can just like submit money i give kind of like kind of like tips or whatever is that kind of like patreon it's kind of like that. I, I guess it would be kind of like that, but it's just, it's live. So th- they form their own community and oh, then they're okay. able to yeah, make requests for the artist to sing either personal song or covers or whatever. And then the artists get to like shout the people out. Like, Thank you so much for donating this or subscribing for this amount of time mm-hmm, and sure. make it very personalized for the audience. So you feel like you're directly connecting and, and the artist knows you like personally by your username. And huh. I, think, I think that's a very interesting uh, new step. That for, is definitely for music, for Twitch, for for everything. Like oh, that. for sure. I mean, my my whole thing is, um, I think artists need to learn how to negotiate better. Mm. You know, and they need to, you know, and they and they need to take advantage of this of this technology boom. You know, 
and and I think it's such a great thing that I've I've personally never heard of no Twitch. I've okay. heard the name, but yeah, like, okay. but uh, nobody's ever really gone into it with me. Like, okay. About, you know what it is, how it works, and that type of thing. So this was actually really uh, oh, educational for me. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, buddy. I think it's, I think it's a yeah, it's a just a it's just a gigantic community for like so many people now. They don't even play the video games themselves; they just watch other people <laughs> play games. Oh wow! And it's just and they contribute to. Them. And then yeah, they're they're just such big fans of these uh, of these players, or in this case, musicians and artists. That they're so happy that they get to that they really show the love with like, hey, here, here's a couple bucks, or or if they really want to, here's a hundred dollars. That's probably an extreme time but yeah. it's pretty cool no that's that's great i think that's wonderful uh yeah. i was curious also have you heard of these restaurants that you get to have dinner in the dark i have actually yeah uh there's one in montreal yeah i've been to i've been to that one it's called au noir au noir yes. yeah have you been to that i haven't no, been no, to okay. that particular one however ottawa has something similar oh yeah but it's a once a year thing. Okay. And they do it at this restaurant called Chances Are. Oh, yeah, really? Yes. I went once with a few friends and then once with um with a previous girlfriend. Okay. Basically, they have So what they do is like for the it, it's for an event called Dining in the Dark mm-hmm. and they raise money for guide dogs. Okay. What they do is like they they give you like everything is completely like pitch black, right? Yeah. They even like cover up the windows. There's no light source at There's all. Yeah. None. None. And everybody's wearing like blindfolds and, and everything. Uh, I think the staff, I don't know if the staff are. That would be kind of weird if, it, the, if the staff were. Well, so. that's in the Ado Noir. <laughs> all the staff is blind. That's, that's part of it. Okay. And, and so that way they're totally comfortable with serving right. in the dark. Right. I just don't know how uh, like a sighted, like somebody who's who's not used to it, mm-hmm. how they would know. I'm sure they probably get training beforehand. Yeah, I, I would I'm, think so. I'm guessing. I hope they don't just throw them into the... <laughs> <laughs> into the dark. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a really cool experience. I, I went with my friends and yeah, it was very interesting to see things from that perspective where normally if I close my eyes, I could still see the light source. But in this case, it was pitch black mm. and I, it was difficult to find the food on my plate where I had to just kind of give up with my fork and knife and just kind of eat it with my hands. <laughs> uh, and it was it was definitely uh, a unique experience. Do you think, like, have you heard of any other things like that? Are there any other uh, type of experiences where you get to see things from different perspectives or here you know what that 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 that's a big one um i definitely want to check out the uh uh noir i haven't mm-hmm. i have not checked that one out yet i still need to do that but anything else that's like that uh, i remember when i was in elementary school like back when jesus was in high school okay <laughs> <laughs> when i was old um no but <laughs> i remember um they made all the kids like they made all the sighted kids uh put on a, a blindfold yeah and like walk around mm-hmm. and so you know everybody kind of got to experience it for themselves and yeah it was it was kind of it was kind of cool you know I, I thought that was really uh that was really neat yeah for sure know? and then i do remember this one time um when i was in high school and uh the uh, the power went out mm-hmm. and the hall the hallway the halls were like pitch black yeah dark 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 so people didn't know where they were going and so (laughs) so i remember like for the whole afternoon i was kind of like showing everyone around (laughs) you knew how to get around yeah i'm like you know i could take you somewhere that's totally not where you want to go yeah 
<laughs> that's so interesting uh, you you became the the guide because you're able to get around without the lights yeah exactly I'm like hey that's something that doesn't happen every day yeah <laughs> you're like follow me everyone that's awesome it happened that's that's so interesting yeah i just i thought it was so cool they actually also have a thing on their menu where you can get a mystery food i chose what i wanted but you can choose to get a surprise and then you don't even know what you're eating in the dark <laughs> and you have to figure it out the mystery food yeah that's exactly here's the thing that is exactly what they did at um uh the dining in the dark event yeah they had uh they had like this mystery like all five courses were like mystery dishes so it wasn't oh my god yeah you didn't really yeah you didn't have a choice it's mystery one two three or four or five. exactly okay and, and my goodness it is the funniest thing to see like sighted people go blind for the first time yeah like like to wear that blindfold it is just it is hilarious i'm telling you they'll like they'll start like touching the tables and everything i did not realize the table was that wide uh. it's like you didn't yeah <laughs> I knew. Yeah, that's so interesting. <laughs> Should have asked me. <laughs> it was, it's just great. And then like, you know, and then they leave and they can't see how much of a mess that they made. Yeah, right. absolutely. And so, uh, so they're like, oh my God, did I make a mess back there? Is mm-hmm. everything okay? <laughs> me and one of my friends, we cheers in the dark <laughs> and I'm sure we made a mess. Like, I wonder what that place looks like when you turn the lights on at the end if people are like just like chucking food. I, I think I heard another table like messing around with like their water, like spraying water on their friends and just being foolish and, <laughs> and childish. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. just part of it because it's kind of like it's it's sort of like when you're yeah kind of like drunk like you're gonna you're not feeling the same the normal the same same yeah and so you're just sort of like yeah you're kind of like a kid again you're like this is nuts what is this like? this is so cool yeah, 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 yeah. Of, course, of course uh i guess have have audiobooks and podcasts been a, a real big help for you oh like, my goodness i love podcast. i yeah. love audiobooks and mm-hmm. and um i've been i've been really getting into audible yeah audible is just i'm just i'm so happy that service is is a thing you know yeah because i just you know you can get any book on pretty much almost any book yeah that you want you could download uh download from audible and and it's it's a subscription mm-hmm. service right so it's like then you get a credit and you can just buy whatever book you want and it's, it's such a what are you reading now or listening listening right? reading because it's the same kind of thing right you can uh, say you read a book i'm or, reading it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm currently reading. I'm reading several books at once, actually. Yeah. I'm reading um, Gary Vaynerchuk's uh, "Crush It." Okay. I love that book. It's a great business book. I'm. What reading, are some of the lessons you've learned from that? Give Story. away content. Yeah, just like you'd said. Okay. Yeah, just give away as much content as you can, and if people want to take a deeper dive, then they can come to you for for business. You know, but mm-hmm. but what you really want to do is is get them to trust you. Mm-hmm. You know, and also. Yeah, and he just talks about like like just taking advantage of like the the technological advances that we've made. Yeah, you know, uh, and and always be looking forward, you know, because if you don't, at some point, your business is gonna is gonna be obsolete, mm-hmm. you know, okay. or, or you know, so so you always want to make sure that you're like ahead of the game and that you're 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 looking at the next thing, which is part of the reason why I'm looking into uh incorporating like online lessons mm-hmm. right? okay. like over skype yeah and, or like facetime and that type of thing and, and uh i really do want to check out this twitch now that you mentioned yeah, it you definitely should um, because he's he's talking about 
uh, he's talking about how, like in the nineties, uh, he started out by, um, running his dad's liquor store. Okay. And what he did was, uh, he, he used, he capitalized on the internet back when the internet was such a small thing. Like when it, when, and when people doubted it, you know? Yeah. And he started the first like online liquor business. Okay. Right. For his, for his, for his parents' liquor shop. And so, so just always looking at the thing that people are, are always look at the thing that people think uh, is, is a fad at the time, you hmm. know, and, and just find a way to capitalize on that. Yeah. Cause there's, you know, there's a really good chance that it might not be a fad and, and might really catch on. <laughs> the internet then, definitely yeah. caught on. No, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's that internet, you know, <laughs> Yeah. that everyone's using. Yeah. But like, but but back then, like people were still, and the same thing with music. I mean, like the the big record companies, you know, they didn't pay attention to the internet when it when it first came out. They mm. didn't. They yeah. didn't pay too much attention to it. And 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 now, I mean, everybody's downloading, everybody's sharing everything on SoundCloud and yeah, all these other platforms, and and they don't know what's going on anymore. The biggest stars you know? get found from YouTube exactly and that's exactly it there's no there's no there's no formula anymore Mm -hmm. you know and it's kind of like yeah it's just sort of uh way better than a tv thing where like you just know that it's produced while on the internet you find your own thing and so you feel like you're in control exactly yeah you feel like you're in control and you feel like you're in control of your music or your Mm -hmm. your business or your whatever it is like like now it's like there's there's that personal brand you know mm-hmm. and you can create that like you can you can create your own media company yeah you know and and the, that's kind of how i look at ability through music too like i look at it as you know yes we teach and we do all that but i also put out you know these videos and like you know i also promote it and so it, it, it's kind of like a little media company as well yeah as well as a uh place to teach lessons yeah just a you know a growing thing yeah exactly you know and 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 i'm in control of the content that i put out mm-hmm. you know and uh, so anyway so that's what that book was talking about okay, and, yeah. then, and then i i read um i'm also reading uh, this other book called it, it's uh, well it's on the life and times of uh, ag gaston okay. who was a uh, early 20th century uh businessman Okay. And um, he was like one of the first uh, black businessmen uh, after slavery. Hmm. And, and, and by the time he died, I think it was in 93 was when he died. And he was born in like 1890 something. But so oh. by the, t- by the time he died, he was like worth 30 million. <laughs> and he, and, and like he had like all these great, like he had a, he had an insurance company and he had like a, a funeral home oh okay he, uh, radio stations and like i don't know i just love that wow you know? like that's a variety <laughs> super impressive you yeah know? like and and so just a lot of these business books like cool that's really what i've been reading that's really smart to mm-hmm. yeah just learn how the the previous successes did and got their stuff exactly i have a friend who uh right now yeah is getting a lot of success and he is also a big fan of gary v and he's just and I'm like, oh, I guess the, I, maybe I should check out more of that guy's stuff. My goodness, yeah, Gary Vee's he's 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 very very high energy. Yeah, very <laughs> high energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he's an interesting, but like, 
the reason part of the reason why I love his content is because I feel like I can relate to like as an immigrant, mm-hmm. you know, like as an immigrant and, and like coming here, you know, with nothing and just like wanting to make something of himself. Like, I feel like I feel like that's my story. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so so when you find those people that you you kind of share that like a certain thing with, you know, it's it's you you kind of realize you know what like if if that person did it there's no reason why you can't there's absolutely no yeah reason why you can't why you can't do that you know and it's just really inspiring and he's not just some guy that's like trying to shove success down your throat because you know you see all these ads where people are like you're gonna be a millionaire and entrepreneur and like travel around the world and do <laughs> and this and that whereas his thing is look just work hard hustle yeah. you know. Do what you can. Put in those hours. Yeah. You know, grind. And like, I don't know. I love that stuff. Like it's not going to happen overnight. Yeah, like exactly. This isn't a trick. It's like, hey, you got to put in energy and yeah. it's going to be some difficulties and they'll overcome some things. Oh, exactly. You know, because like as a business owner, your your job is to put out these fires. Yeah. Because you never know what's going to happen. You know, like you, you could be waiting for a while and then, you know, a client could cancel on you at the last minute. You know, okay, mm-hmm. it sucks, but like what are you going to do about it? As, like, as long as you were prepared for what long, could have yeah. happened. Yeah. As long as you were prepared, you know, then you should be fine. And and see, I love that like harsh reality type of, um, type of talk, you know, rather, rather than the, you know, you have it in you. Yeah. And, you know, nah, like, I don't know. There, there's something really fluffy about that. It's a lot of fluff. Yeah. I find there's a lot of fluff out there. Yeah, absolutely. I just kind of uh, fake. Like, you don't know if I have it in me. It's like I we have to put. Like, you to push. don't know me. <laughs> yeah, you're you just know? saying this to everyone. Yeah, you know, and and and, and yeah, like, I I just never understood the hype. <laughs> I've I've never understood that. Uh, cool. Yeah, man. Um, I think that's most of what I want to talk about. So, if you're cool, I want to go in for like I have, I have a couple ways I want to that I like to end. Okay. Uh, that are kind of like rotating. But I'll list them to you. Sure. And then you tell me which one. I guess you've actually heard, already heard a couple of them. But I'll list them and you tell me which one you like. And then that's uh, we'll pick that one. Okay. So we got Dumb Note, Repeat, Repeat, Be in the Now, What the Pod, and Twin Thinking. Sorry, say that again? Yeah. Dumb, <laughs> dumb Note. What does that mean? No, I'll, I'll tell you. You have to pick one. And then I'll tell you what it means. So we're just oh. going to go with the one you pick. Okay. All right. So first one is Dumb Note, Repeat, Repeat, Be in the Now, What the Pod, or Twin Thinking. Dumb note. Dumb note? Okay. Yeah. Uh, in this case, uh, it's just kind of going through any notes we have. Like, kind of, if, I don't know if you uh, would remember any that you like, kind of think. Do you ever jot anything down? Like, while you're like, I, I, mean, I don't know what you would do for that. When you think of an idea, how do you like store it? Um, do you just say it in your phone and have like yeah, a, a bunch of yeah, I usually voice just memos? Go to my, yeah, I usually just go to my voice memo and just kind of. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what I would want to go through. Like, I'll read you a couple of mine that I have in my phone that are just kind of things. And then maybe if you could think of any that you've done recently okay sure. yeah uh so um yesterday i wrote down totem polish <laughs> like a totem pole but polish <laughs> okay so that's pretty dumb <laughs> my goodness um i don't think i have any no no yeah i can think of any recent things that you've like tried to like remember for the future because i find if i ever have an idea i have to write it down or else it'll just be gone 
Um. Yeah, but it's usually like like super important stuff, like credit okay. card numbers. And okay. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Probably shouldn't post. <laughs> yeah. No. Don't don't say that. I'll beep that out if you accidentally say your your social security <laughs> number. Listen uh, up, everyone. <laughs> yeah. This is the moment to listen. Write this down. Uh, metaphors are like similes. Uh, something like that. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, yeah, again, I have someone here that I don't want to say because I guess <laughs> right. they're going to be future ideas. Hopefully, <laughs> oh, I had one. I just wrote this down because I thought this was like a funny thing where I was in. I was in Uber a couple weeks ago, and I was talking to the Uber driver, and he was uh-huh. talking about watching Netflix, and I was I asked him if he had seen Black Mirror. Do you know that show? No. Okay. Well, I'll explain it to you exactly what I explained to him and tell you his reaction. So the show is basically. Uh, it's kind of like Twilight Zone-ish where each episode is its own separate story and it's about kind of the horrors of different aspects of technology. Mm-hmm. And so the first episode that you click on when you watch it isn't even the first episode of the show. It's just a good one to kind of introduce yourself. So it's every aspect of a society you can like rate people five stars or one star on it. Okay. So kind of like Uber where um, say you and I bumped into each other on the street by accident and I'm like, hey, get out of my way. I, I'd, like, I'd give you one star. Right. Okay. And, okay. and and so you're just kind of getting rated as your own like personal st- like star rating based off of everything in society. Like if you get in, maybe you have uh, we succeed in our in our sports, our team effort, then we all give each other five stars or something like that. And so when I told this this concept to my Uber driver, he loved it so much. The craziness of it, he started. He took his right hand off of the steering wheel, started smacking the seat on the right, and laughing so hard that he started swerving the car. <laughs> Just at the end, I'm like, "Oh my god!" I didn't think he was gonna love this so much. I was getting freaked out, but I, I liked how, how he loved the idea of how crazy, how crazy oh, this dude, idea that is, that is so would cool. be. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's definitely a freaky thing because there's so many episodes that show different parts of technology and you're like, oh, this can definitely happen in a couple of years and that's going to be the fall <laughs> of our society. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can kind of see it happening, though, too. Yeah. That's the crazy <laughs> that's part. That's exactly it's like, it. It's like, oh, cool. This Tim Hortons employee was 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 really nice to me. Mm. Five stars for them. Yeah, you exactly. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Well, that's happening with like Yelp type things or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like I had a bad experience on my time when I was there. <laughs> and that so that's my total judge of the whole experience. Right. Yeah. Um here, maybe I'll go through a couple more. You still you can't think of anything you've had recently? No. No, what? nothing. Okay. <laughs> that's all right. Try a different one? No, no, no. We're already we're already in this one. All right, cool. We'll see what I got. Right. Uh, I have a couple weird dream things that I've written down. Do you ever have you ever tried recording dreams after you've had that like a dream journal no 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 (laughs) (laughs) do you ever remember your dreams do you have any go-to um you know what i i do actually okay i I have some very 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 interesting dreams Mm -hmm. like uh, like oh my goodness like like for example i remember in in one dream uh i dreamt that like i was i was climbing the I was climbing the stairs in my in, in my house mm-hmm. to he- to head upstairs to my room, and like I get to the top of the stairs, the top of the stairs is like a forest. Okay. Like like I I like I come up to this forest area. I'm like, what the heck yeah. is going on? Like, what? and there's like all these squirrels that just start like diving at me, and mm-hmm. it was. And what are your dreams? It was, it was an ordeal, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> What do your dreams look like? Because you haven't been blind your whole life, right? It was uh, you lost your sight at six at the age yeah, of six. Yes, yes, I did, and uh, seven. Seven. Okay. Um, and and basically, um, <laughs> I, you know, it's 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 actually kind of interesting because some people ask me like, mm-hmm. so 
do you like what do you see in dreams or like yeah. do, you, do you see like pitch black or like you know yeah. just in, in in your everyday life and everything and, and here like I don't know how blind people who have never seen before yeah. see. <laughs> yeah. But I I know for me, um, it's basically my what my brain does is it just kind of takes like stored sight. Yes. From like when when I could see. Yeah. And it just kind of stitches stitches all these images together like a kind of like a like a like a, a like weird a, patch like, like a weird a patch. patch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so and so you know, it's like, oh, it's it's nighttime. Okay, remember this is what nighttime used to look like. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. So that that's it must be what it is now. Then great. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 really crappy out and and, <laughs> and rainy and 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 dreary. You know. Oh, yeah. well, this was what rainy dreary days used to look like back when I could see. Oh, yeah. Really cool. Huh. Right. So so that that's kind of how it is for me. I just don't see things like i don't see objects and yeah stuff like that huh interesting so, uh here let me go to go through a couple more and see see and it's the same way in my dreams by the way that's a yeah. long long roundabout way of saying yeah it's the same thing <laughs> uh i got one note here that says wag luigi as that's like a good dog name okay <laughs> that's like that wag actually luigi. would be a great dog name. <laughs> come la- wag luigi <laughs> yeah. here here boy <laughs> yeah um do, 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 uh, Squinton Tarantino. Squinton Tarantino. Yeah. A, a lot of things are basically uh, word association <laughs> that I do. Okay. No, that's like, really cool. But it's actually gotten me in trouble sometimes where I've like just, I just kind of like, I'll say something that just kind of sounds like something else, but like not, I'm not in, in context at all. Right. Some people have gotten like upset at me because I don't even know things. Like I'll reference people <laughs> and I don't even know what I'm saying. I just, I just know there's a name. Someone was like that. And then they're like, "Oh, this guy is weird and <laughs> like a, a jerk." Or you and probably hear about it afterwards. Oh, you know when you said that? Yeah, like, yeah, I've had friends say that. They're like, "Oh, this other person didn't like you when you said that." I'm like, I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> I, I just said, "Or <laughs> listen, you're not the first man." I'm yeah. telling you, like, I, yeah, it's been plenty of times where I just said things and people just be like, "Oh, by the way, that that when you said that," and I was like, "I it, calm down. It's not serious. I, I don't even know what I said." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why are we making such a big deal out of this? Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, I was curious to know what your take or how how you've perceived like. Uh, have it, do you go to stand up shows like stand up comedy? Like, how is that for you? Oh, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, I I love stand up. I cool. absolutely love stand up. Um, I I usually check them out on on YouTube and stuff. Okay, you know? that's usually how I consume my stand up. Mm-hmm. But um, it's great stuff. I love it. You know, I love the delivery and and uh, and that's a and cool just, like the. The, the punchlines, the bits and stuff. Yeah. And it, it's wonderful, you know? It's another great it, it's way. It's an art form, man. It yeah. is definitely an art form. Yeah, you know? absolutely. But it's also, again, like mainly audio, even though there are a couple of visual aspects of sometimes maybe a facial expression or a way that they're doing things, but most of it, you can definitely, you're on the same page as that. Yeah, most of it is dialogue. Yeah, most of it is like, uh, what is it called? Like, uh, Yeah, most of it is just, oh, this is them st- talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, really. The really good parts. If someone's just making a funny face the whole time, you're like, well, this isn't very good. Yeah, this is just sounds like a crowd laughing. <laughs> yeah. mm. And I don't, there have been uh, like occasional times where, the person will be in the middle of a bit and they'll stop talking, but then the crowd will laugh. And I was like, Oh, he must've done something, but what is exactly, what yeah. exactly is he doing? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I've had that when, uh, one thing's cool about Spotify is they have a lot of comedy albums on there. Have you taken advantage of that? Um, you know what? I have not really gotten into Spotify. No? Okay. No, 
but yeah, comedy albums though. I, I've definitely heard a few. Because I know like yeah. Steve Martin, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. While he has really good bits, a lot of them are also just his silly antics on stage that, right. that, that don't translate to uh, audio format. Right, and and and, and that's the kind of comedy that I don't think I'd be able to. No, uh, you know, definitely yeah. not. <laughs> I'd be able to get. Do you do comedy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I've been doing stand up for a little over a year now. Okay. And, um, it's just yeah, I'd say the most fun it oh. is when it goes well. It's like the best high afterwards yeah. of just getting to getting to hang out with other comedians and your friends talking about the night and all things that were going on and well, i gotta come out to one of your uh, absolutely yeah, yeah definitely keep me posted on that yeah actually speaking of absolutely uh, well actually crap i don't know when this is coming out <laughs> i can't really but at the end of this month i'm at absolute and so yeah i'll let oh, you know absolute about comedy. that okay, yeah right on mm-hmm. perfect yeah i uh i yeah i don't know i like, i i just I love supporting like, you know, talent and, and, and just people that, you know, people that like, I have so much respect, you know, for comedians, musicians, you know, people that just get up there. Cause like, I know what that's like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I remember what that's like and it's, you know, it, it can be, it, it, you know, it's, it's fun. It's great. It can also be a thankless job, you know? Mm. And, 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 you know, and, and you're putting yourself out there. You're putting something that you worked on out there. Yeah. You know, you're, whether it's your bit or your song or, yeah. your, you know, you're putting a piece of yourself out there. And and I just have so much respect for that. I have so much respect for that. I think some I mean, people just incredible. think that it's like super easy. They think that you just go up there and talk. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I could do that. Or actually, that sometimes that helps motivate you to do stand up if you really understand the the art form of it but other people they're just like oh i'm helping when i'm heckling <laughs> like I, they want me to do that they want me to be part of the show right and they just right. don't know that they're actually making it so much that they're ruining your flow yeah it's like it's like just just stop just have respect for the person let them let them finish their yeah let them finish what they've been working on you know does that happen did that ever happen while you were performing would people like would they like try singing and interrupt the song or get too close to you guys like people oh, like drunk yeah. people oh yeah like, they try playing mm-hmm. your instruments and messing around yeah oh yeah uh it always it, it, i'm gonna come out publicly and say it now it really irritated me yeah it was super annoying <laughs> absolutely of course you always kind of want to put a not really a front but you always kind of want to you know make sure the crowd is happy right yeah. it's the crowd they, they, and uh but there are times where the crowd can suck they could be wrong they can be wrong the crowd isn't always right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, like I uh I remember a few years ago um we played in this in this venue in in uh, Armprior and my goodness, man, like just rude, like just some rude hecklers, you yeah. know. And here's the thing. They'd be like, "Oh, step it up!" And you're oh. playing jazz, and stop oh. playing. J-. I'm like, I'm not actually playing jazz. Oh. I I'm not playing jazz right now. Like <laughs> you, you don't know the song. Yeah. But just because you don't know the song doesn't mean that it's jazz. And like, that you should do whatever they tell you to yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> please be musically educated. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and, and there have been times where I've wanted to say that, but mm-hmm. of course you can't, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah, like you, you want to come back. Yeah. And now that I'm in a, in a, in a place where I don't care if I come back, mm-hmm. I'll say what I want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Cool. Uh, so I guess as we close this out, uh, I know you had a GoFundMe. Uh, I did. Yes. Is that that's not happening anymore? Uh, no, it okay. it, it shut down. Uh, I managed to raise uh, raise the money to okay. nice to work with it with an awesome marketer. I'm actually really excited about that. That's cool. starting up this week. Cool. And, awesome. Uh, Gonna be getting some more students through the door, man. I'm cool, excited. And so that's where people should check out Ability Through Music if they want to get some lessons. And that's yeah. So if anybody wants to get some lessons, check out www.abilitythroughmusic.com, and cool. there's like a little form that they can fill out. Mm-hmm. There's a little form that they can that they can fill out. Cool. Um, oh, uh, yeah, it's okay. Sorry, that's my phone, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, someone's calling right now. They just heard. Yeah. Um, so I just, so basically, yeah, then you, there's a form that you can fill out and, uh, you can, um, get in touch with me and we can set up your introductory lesson and yeah. Which is always free. Which is always free. So you can check Absolutely. it out. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I will not charge you for the introduction. Yeah. Lesson. That's amazing. <laughs> well, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been awesome talking to you. Hey man, thank you so much for coming here. I really appreciate, uh, I really appreciate this and I'm so happy I could be on your podcast. Yeah. This is wonderful, man. You do such a great job with this. I'm telling (laughs) you, you. you're a natural host, man. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're a natural host. I really appreciate it. I still need to figure out how to end these. So maybe you could take us out. All right, everyone. Uh, This is odd spots with my good buddy, Ryan Mullen. And this is Mubarak Farah saying, signing off. (laughs) 